Friday morning, JM and the AM, Arab Shabbos Parsha's Me, Kate's Candlelighting in New York, 409. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Unite to Heal is the event. We are proud not only to remind everybody that Unite to Heal is going to dominate your online programming on Sunday and Monday of next week on behalf of Amudim. We're also proud to be a part of it. I'm going to actually uh, uh, take the privilege uh, that's been handed to me to start the uh, 36 hours of Unite to Heal, uh, 9 a.m. on Sunday morning. It's 9 a.m. Eastern time. And I will please God uh, also um, humbly take the helm starting at 6 p.m. Monday night for the final three hours of the 36-hour Unite to Heal event. Amudim is vital, as Yummy said to us yesterday, but now they are more vital than ever for our worldwide community. Um I hope that we, in these few minutes with the right Svi Glock, can cover most of what they do, especially during this very, very sensitive time in the Jewish world. Rabbi Svi Glock is, of course, the director of Amudim, is with us live via telephone. A pleasure, an honor to welcome you back to JM in the AM. Good morning, Reb Nachum. I just have one question for you. Yeah. You started the, the show before you were born? <laughs> I always say that the greatest favor God did for me was getting me started very, very early. But even under those circumstances, I'm still up there as we get to 40 years later. But I do appreciate the sentiment. But yeah, started early, not before I was born, uh, but here we are 40 years later, which is so insane when you think about it. But I appreciate you acknowledging that. Thank you. My pleasure, and it's already been, you know, remember one thing, Unite to Heal, before we talk about Amudim, I have to be very machiatized. Not only, of course, obviously to Yummy and the production team, but to, to you, Nachum, because you have been part of Unite to Heal before it was Unite to Heal. You have been hosting our live stream, or whatever we want to call it, before we expanded it when Yummy took it to already since 2018. Yeah, the live stream event each year, and and I thank you for that. You know, it's 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 unbelievable. You think back, you think back to the early days when you were on the air with us, describing problems that so many people did not want to discuss, and describing situations in our community that are so painful and so difficult to deal with. I mean, we're talking. I mean, you've said it. You've said it on the air between between uh, drug usage, between the drinking problem, between the unfortunate decisions that some young people make to take their own lives, something that you've dealt with so many times, unfortunately, and what families are going through. And and this is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so many other mental health challenges that are going on in our community. And as Yummy said yesterday, a lot of people never knew that there was a place you could actually call and, and get help with these things in our community. And obviously, you're the place to do that. I always like to say, um, uh, Tzvi, I always like to say that there's a special recognition in the Jewish world when an organization has a proven track record. You know, when you're starting off, and, and, and collect to all the organizations that have started now, especially in light of the war, there's a lot of amazing efforts that have started, but you know, things can peter out sometimes after a few months. But when you have a proven track record, when you are there answering every single call for all these years and providing professional help and financial assistance when possible and anything that you can do for families and, and young people that are in these very sensitive situations, it, it's pretty remarkable. I I think, honestly, it's one of the reasons this is such a successful event. You've been able to attract an incredible amount of support. And please, God, Sunday and Monday, uh, we will attract a lot of support 
uh, for the organization. That's before we even talk about the content. So let's talk, before we talk about the content, let's talk about the organization. Tell us. You know, we hear that the situations and the difficulties are even more so than they were a year or two ago. What's happening today with Amudim? So I'm going to speak out of two sides of my mouth for a second. On one hand, we don't see that the situations are more so, but we see that there's a huge increase in people feeling more comfortable to seek help. Wow. So it's, it's an increase of volume for us, but I must say a lot of the people are reaching out for help are for issues that occurred years ago that have never been addressed. You know, abuse and trauma from people's childhoods that are now in their 30s and 40s. You know, so this is something where, you know, we're keeping that in mind. And the important note is because we have to be able to look at, you know, the wins and not the losses, as I said before. And we're trying to keep in mind that, like, awareness is really the key. And I told you this many times, being on the radio with you throughout the year, you know, when different things are going on. Not, you know, we do one fundraiser a year. We should hopefully do more. But it's really, you know, you're a big part of this because people hearing about things gives them also that extra comfort to call. Ten, we started just under 10 years ago. I mean, we went from 600 people that we've assisted in 2015 to over 4,000 2023 year to date. Man. So, you know, the numbers are, are, are that, but really it's, it's a lot more people are reaching out. Now, it happens to be the last two months took a very different turn because, you know, while our primary focus is dealing with victims of abuse, people struggling with addiction and, and various mental health issues, our phones have been literally nonstop, both at our Israel office and, and in the U.S. office, regarding either people that are looking for therapy because of their impact or what's impacted them based on the current situation in Eretz Yisrael. Right. And we've been dealing with situations with college campuses where people are reaching out, the anxieties and the a lot of people that are suffering PTSD, you know, even from not being someplace directly, but just being so involved in hearing and seeing. So it's, it's, a, it's a new world right now. Are there enough professionals out there? You need to hire people on this side of the world and in Israel to deal with so many of the situations among young people and others, as you just described. Are there enough professionals in all of this? Are there enough professionals available to hire or are there enough professionals that we have employed? No, are there enough in our community to deal with all these situations? Do you find that when you're seeking out somebody, you can find them? Um, So the answer is there are, but it gets a little bit complex on the financial side. You know, a lot of people, especially now the last year and a half, two years, I mean, interest rates started changing a little bit now, but... The economy has been really, really hard on a lot of people. Right. And mental health care, behavioral health is a very, very expensive. And, you know, a lot of people just can't afford it. So all there, there, there are certainly enough trained professionals, but financially it's just not affordable. And that's actually, you know, one of the reasons why, you know, we started our clinic in Israel for that reason. Right. To provide quality care at an affordable rate. We're opening up a clinic now in New York, Amir Tashem, in, in the next few weeks, God willing. For the same reason. Because, you know, people reach out to us and, you know, we provide comprehensive clinical case management. All of our staff are therapists. They're not doing the treatment. They're managing. They're the quarterback, helping people with every step of their issue. But when it comes to money, 
You know, we do have one fund that helps subsidize therapy, but that fund is only as good as how much money is in it. And I got to be honest, <clears throat> inpatient treatment alone, and I said this to you before, the numbers only went up. If we were to be able to fund every person that reached out to us because they need inpatient treatment, we would have to be raising a minimum at this point of $80 million a year. Yeah. It's just not practical. Yeah. Right, so, there are enough professionals, there are, but... Affordability is the problem. Boy, the decisions you and your staff have to make. They are life-saving decisions. All right, Svi Gluck is with us. Amudim has Unite to Heal. Where do you find it? UniteToHeal.com. UniteToHeal.com. You can actually donate there now and support, support Amudim. They have a nice Donate Now button at the top of the page. The 36 hours begins 9 a.m. Sun, 9 a.m. Eastern Time Sunday morning with people tuned in from around the world. So I know that obviously the Unite to Heal concept in terms of the 36 hours is something uh, that just started a couple of years back. I think this is the fourth year we're doing it. Um, it, the content is pretty amazing. We went through a lot of it yesterday with Yummy. Um, the content is amazing. The the numbers are incredible uh, in terms of the millions of people that are tuning in uh, to the different uh, segments. And obviously those segments stay around forever uh, once they air uh, after Sunday and Monday. What what is From your vantage point, what do you say about the event? What do you say about all this incredible content and what you've been told is going to be shown to everybody starting on Sunday morning? So I have to say, first of all, the content this year, I have to be honest, other than hearing peripherally and seeing some of the things, they keep me out of it <laughs> because they get very nervous that I mix in <laughs> and I always have too many, too many problems with things. So they don't show me, but there's a few small things that they do tell me about. But when I saw the lineup, I was, I was amazed. I mean, first of all, I have always been a fan. Of, of Rabbi Rabbi Yisrael Mayor Lauschlita, yeah. always. I mean, just someone who, ever since I first heard about him, and the fact that, that, that you know, I mean, his son has been a big supporter of Amudim's, and specifically Amudim Israel since inception. Oh, wow. Um, you know, so that's the family that we, but, but for him to agree to come on, and, you know, it's just, that's like a, a holding a new reversal Shachter Shlita, you know, who I could proudly say, you know, now is, you know, my son's Rosh Hashiva as well. You know, my son is an MTA. Um, my son's, rather, two boys there, um, you know, coming on. So in addition to all of the amazing content, you know, that we've seen on Hello Fold, and then, you know, we have a lot of the influencers coming on and the musical pieces, by the way, some of these songs this year. Malcolm, I got to tell you, yeah. I was, I'm not going to give any more information. I don't know what Yummy said yesterday. But that's one of the things that I actually did pay attention to, and, and it was extremely emotional and beautiful. Yeah. So the content is amazing, but, but more important is, and this was part of Yummy's genius that we are so impressed with, I must say, is the content is meant to drive people to be able to enjoy. It's not, a, it's not like an amudim, you know, come and we're going to give you all this awareness about overdose and addiction and abuse. It's more about let's give something, you know, where people can, can enjoy somewhat, especially in a time like now. We have a bunch of segments on anti-Semitism, how to deal with it. I mean, we really, we always, you know, we always, yummy always, not me, you know, do it to fit with the times and what's important. Right. But even more important is the amount of people that we find out every year that have learned about Amudim as a result and have come to seek help is what makes it all worth it. 
And, and, and that's really what it's about. You know, we always tell people, yes, we have to raise money. That's important. Otherwise, we can't do what we do. And especially now, we're, I'm sure, I mean, I hope you're not going to feel this, but fundraising is harder than it's ever been yep. in the United States. Yep. It's been very, very tough. I'm not complaining. People are giving money to very important causes to our brothers and sisters in Eretz Yisrael, and it's really important. But a lot of people are saying that you know they re, re you know re, repurposed their funds, which we understand. But it's making it much more difficult, which means that more than ever, every penny really counts. Like really more than ever, because you know we're not really dealing with what we've had in the past from a financial standpoint. Um, but be that as it may, the end goal is to get people help. And the fact that, that, that we're able to have an event that last year we were at about a million views, I mean, which is, uh, to me, when we saw the numbers after the event, I myself didn't believe it. It, it was like, sounds sounded too high, and then you have to match up unique eye views, unique IPs. Again, I'm learning all these things. I don't know what these things mean, but then by the time you're done running all these reports, and then we see that people were like, you know, oh, I never heard of a Muslim, and now I'm reaching out for help because I saw Unite to Heal. And we have people that have watched segments a year after the event and something in them was triggered that they now reached out to call for help. So this is not just a one-time 36-hour event as a benefit to Amudim. It's a one-time 36-hour, but it remains forever online event for the benefit of all of Kali Yisrael. Yeah. And as, it doesn't end after the 36 hours. And as you mentioned, it also makes people aware that there's a place to call and comfortable that there's a place to call. And that means your job just gets harder and harder. Go to UniteToHeal.com, everybody. Sunday, 9 a.m. Eastern Time. It begins Monday night, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. It ends. It's 36 hours of amazing content, as we discussed yesterday. By the way, there is a special tab on UniteToHeal.com about Amudim's Israel War response. That's one of the things you can learn about. You'll see it at the very top of the page. There's also, of course, a big Donate Now button, which means you don't have to wait until Sunday. You can donate now to the Unite to Heal Amudim campaign. Make it a great success, as you always have every single year. And I look forward to being with Amudim on Sunday and Monday uh, with interesting conversation, wonderful content, and hopefully a massive celebration Monday night when they achieve their goal. Because, uh, boy, as we've said, they're one of those organizations with a proven track record, and we know as a community that when they achieve their goal, they're going to be able to move ahead and help people at an astounding pace. Rabbi Tzvi Glock, I wish you the best of luck. See you, Bezrat Hashem, on Sunday, and I hope that this audience and really the worldwide audience um, and worldwide community comes through and makes this a major success for Amudim. Thank you very much. and Before we end... I'd like you to just uh, send me the link. I'm going to donate $36 in honor of your 40-year anniversary, getting it done on Hanukkah so it gets doubled. <laughs> Thank you so much. I appreciate that very much. That does become four times high. Every dollar does count, and today it counts double, which is amazing. A big thank you to everybody. Tzvi Gluck. We'll speak to you Sunday and Monday, everybody, from the Amudim event. More coming up as we wrap things up on a Friday morning. Erev Shabbos. Candle lighting at 4.09 in New York. 4.09 in New York. Make sure you know when things start where you are. Go to fjbunity.org to support JM and the AM. fjbunity.org. Take advantage of the match for today. And it's time to say good Shabbos with Journeys at JM and the AM.